Good morning. I want to welcome you to once again joining me as we continue our daily devotions. This morning and tomorrow, we're going to be in the Song of Solomon. It's also known as the Song of Songs. So we will be covering chapters 1, 2, 3, and 4 this morning, and tomorrow we'll be finishing it out. Uh, It's interesting when you look at this book and very, very um, compelling there's a discussion about who is the author of it. As you dive into this book, you're going to see so much love being confessed, so much love being talked about from the bride and from the groom. And many, many people debate whether Solomon actually wrote it. Uh, It is certainly wisdom literature. It is a collection of love poetry. But the question is, did Solomon write all of them? Chapter 1, verse 1 says, The Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. At the very least, this is written during the time of Solomon. It is written in the tradition of wisdom literature that existed during Solomon's reign and that Solomon himself was chief over. Whether all of them were written by Solomon or not, this is a very valuable book to understanding a few things in our relationships as we regard a romantic uh, husband and wife, bride and groom type of relationship. And even though there is an introduction to the book and there is a conclusion in the book, the book itself actually doesn't follow any set pattern other than this. There are two main key themes. Uh, The bride and the groom are looking for each other. They're seeking for each other. They're trying to find each other. And they're looking high and low, backward and forward, trying to find each other. And then they'll finally see each other. They'll spot each other and they'll come together and they'll start to uh, hold each other and to love each other. And just when that scene starts to get a little too racy, another poem starts. And it's the same sort of theme where they're looking for each other and they're trying to find each other. The second key theme to understand about this book is that there is an intense attraction for each other. And there are several moments where the bride is described and they are described with features that if you tried to draw those out, it's going to look very strange. So these are not Uh, descriptions that are meant to be illustrations. Rather, they're descriptions that are meant to show off a key feature of who they are. So if they have a neck that's like a tower, it's not some sort of a long neck that's that's very um, rigid or anything like that. Rather, what it's meant to be understood is that she has a neck where her face is firmly set, where her eyes are intensely focused in one direction. She doesn't tilt her head to the left or the right. She's not looking all around for other things. She has one desire and one goal. So that's a key theme to understand is that as they talk about their attraction for each other, they are talking about characteristics of that person that is desirous. So I do want to give us our introduction in Song of Solomon or Song of Songs, which by the way, 
when you hear Song of Songs, as it says, the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. This is a literary term that has to say, like it is the Holy of Holies. It is the holiest of holy places, or it is the book of books. This is the greatest book of all books. This Song of Songs is meaning to say that this is the greatest song that will ever be written in the wisdom of Solomon's age. And so we get the introduction. It's really chapter 1, verses 2 through 7. So let me read that to you. And this is spoken from the... Um, the majority of it is spoken from the perspective of the bride. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is better than wine. Your anointing oils are fragrant. Your name is oil poured out. Therefore, virgins love you. Draw me after you. Let us run. The king has brought me into his chambers. And then uh, a, a voice of others, We will exult and rejoice in you. We will extol your love more than wine. Rightly do they love you. And then it's back to her voice. I am very dark but lovely, O daughters of Jerusalem, like the tents of Kedar, like the curtains of Solomon. Do not gaze at me because I am dark, because the sun has looked upon me. My mother's sons were angry with me. They made me keeper of the vineyards, but my own vineyard I have not kept. Tell me, you whom my soul loves, where you pasture your flock, where you make it lie down at noon, for why should I be like one who veils herself beside the flocks of your companions? And we see that here is this, this idea of where are you? I want to find you. I want to give you the same sort of diligence that I have given my family before me. You are going to be my family. I want to be with you. And we see here this intense desire to find her beloved this intense attraction that she has for her beloved. And we're going to see next time how this is not just love stories that are an end to themselves, but they have such a greater and much more amazing and incredible truth that applies to us sitting here reading our Bibles today. And so I hope you've enjoyed this time. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we conclude our study in Song of Song.